more with two stores to serve you. Go to tires3.com. Drive-by truckers, we ain't never going to change. Craig, you haven't changed much. That's a compliment. 12 years knowing you, doing shows with you. <laughs> Excuse me. I almost uh, coughed up a furball there after you said that. <laughs> yeah, I still am a pretty good old young, pretty good-looking young guy. I didn't mean your looks. Oh, but... okay. <laughs> uh, same can be said for the original co-host of... Sports Talk with Craig Maddock. It was called Sports Talk with Craig and Mike. We've already kind of enshrined it on the 19th anniversary last month. But as always, Friday's at 325. After his show that appears right before us, 2 to 3 p.m., Calling All Sports with Marco and Mike Age. And before he and his South Dakota Sports History show airs tomorrow morning from 8 to 9 a.m., the weekend is starting early. It's happy hour. Mike Henriksen. Hi, hey, Mike. Hey, 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 Mike. Gentlemen, I, I just uh, got the show uploaded. What did I miss? No, I'm kidding. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? No. As, as radio professionals, new audiences coming in and coming out. So, Craig, you want to tell them succinctly what, uh, what we told them in the first uh, 20 minutes? Uh, this is, by the way, not a radio stunt. I wish it was, but uh, the truth is, is that uh, this is, uh, we're being, John and I are both being laid off, effective today. This show is done um, until May, who knows, no, no time given. We have no idea. It may never, ever happen again. This may be uh, the last time that we're both on the radio um, in Sioux Falls. This could be it. Um, There is no, um, no assurances whatsoever that uh i mean they want us back but when the business gets back and we don't know when that will be i think everybody in sioux falls has no idea when that could be um so yeah so today is it uh john and i uh the show is done um we're being laid off uh effective uh when we say goodbye at six there you go there you go mike they're all cut up all right and and by the way john after all these years of being me being on the show friday afternoons at three twenty or thereabouts you finally get my walk-up music right. Never yep. gonna change by Jason Isbell and the Drive-By Truckers. Yeah. I would have, I would have loved to have had that for all these years. That would have been awesome. So better, better late than never. That's that's right. Keep that. Just keep it on file for for when you guys get back. Doesn't so. mean that much more just to hear it after all this time. Like you it know, does. if you had it like does. a thirty-game losing streak going, and then all of a sudden you win a game, you're like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right. <laughs> so there you go. Um, oh man, yeah, that was that was really great to to hear the first part of the show and stuff. I, and and John, you know I love you, but I've got a longer affiliation with Craig, so I've yeah. got a couple of stories about Craig if you don't mind. Absolutely. All right. Um, I I have to tell a couple of these, one of which I don't think I've ever told on the air before. 
uh, the other one just just a couple of times. 2001, as Craig was talking about, the uh, the changeover happened that uh, all of KWSN's uh, former talk radio stuff was being shifted down to uh, Kello AM. And I had been gone from Kello AM until uh, I'd come back just after the, the new year, after Y2K. So I'd been there about a year, and I was doing afternoons, and we were doing some some fun talk type of stuff and still some oldies music and that sort of thing. And uh, the discussion was had that, okay, it's time to do a full-time sports talk show on a Sioux Falls radio station, and and Craig was going to be the guy, and who was going to be the other guy? Well, they threw their nets nationwide, and lo and behold, I was right down the hallway, (laughs) which always... Always struck me as as funny, but uh, uh, but I understand. And but I have to tell you, I honestly was not wanting to take the job. Hmm. I w- I was in love with the call letters K E L O because that's you know I had such great memories. That was such a legacy station. I was in love with those call letters, and I really had a tough time making the decision. And I went to the general manager at the time who shall remain nameless. And it was made pretty clear to me in that particular meeting that because of the fact of whatever tone that uh, you may judge Kello AM with, uh, they didn't feel that I fit in with that particular tone. So my choice was to go to KWSN or to perhaps look to another building for work. So I, of course, jumped at the opportunity <laughs> to, <laughs> to work at, uh, at KWSN, but it was the best decision. I mean, what was I thinking, you know, even considering not taking the gig? Because I had wanted to do sports since I was 9 or 10 years old, and I had done sports over the course of the years. It was funny because for a while I did mornings on Kello AM, and then I, which I, during which I didn't do sports. Then when I got back into it, people go, Oh, you can do sports. Well, yeah, that's what I've wanted to do. So I have Craig Maddock to thank for making me nothing but a sportscaster since 2001. I haven't had to, you know, type up obits or do news stories or, you know, those types of things. Um, and, and so I have Craig to thank for that. So in, in 2005, the company gets sold. Uh, Mid-Continent Communications sells the company, and Backyard Broadcasting takes over. And after Backyard had spent several months telling us that the reason they were buying the place is because they were family-owned and didn't want to change anything and all of those types of things, on the first day that they owned it, on April 30th of 2005, they had a group meeting, and one by one called people out of the meeting to fire them meaning that there were seven announcers that were fired in that first day. And so consequently, Craig and I weren't among them, and uh, we ended up having to do some extra duties, et cetera. Now, some of the folks that weren't fired didn't feel real comfortable there anymore, uh, just in their relationship with the company. And folks like Melissa Riggs left uh, to go found Oh My Cupcakes, which, by the way, Good decision on Melissa's part. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, uh, Alan Helgeson left to go to work for what was at the time of Vera, and now he's at, at Sanford, and, and Alan made a, a very good decision. So in 2007, I had the opportunity to take over Sportsmax, and I talked it over with Craig, and I decided to leave the company as well. So 
By the way, you're listening to Craig and John on their final day. This is Mike Henriksen talking. I should you <laughs> know, you. take a breath here. But, nice. uh, yeah, got to get those those IDs in. Yep. So, flash forward to the uh, winter of 2010. And uh, by that time, Mark and I, Ovenden and I, had been talking about doing a sports talk show together. And uh, a daily one. And again, the technology was changing, and, and it would be easier to to get that done. And quite honestly, we were negotiating with the folks across town. Because at the time, the ad agency that Mark worked at was much closer to those stations than it was to downtown Sioux Falls. And we were we were getting pretty close to going on the air across town. Well, you guys know how this business goes. It's real easy to hear rumors and that sort of thing. Uh, I didn't want Craig because I still felt the closeness to Craig. I didn't feel the closeness to the, to the company. They were still owned by the by Backyard at the time. I didn't feel the closeness or the allegiance to the company, but I did to Craig. So I called Craig to let him know so that he didn't hear it through a third person. and uh, And I called him. And I said, you know, we're really close. Mark and I, I think we're going to go on the air across town. And Craig sat there for a moment, as I remember it. And again, my memories aren't always real clear, but we sat there for a moment. And Craig said, give me an hour. And he said, don't do anything. Give me an hour. And I said, okay. And sure enough, within the hour, Craig said, here's what we're doing. You're coming here. You're doing it from two to three. You're doing, and uh, that was ten years ago, and that really meant a lot. And and to me, that tells you who Craig is: um, loyal and wonderful, and pretty damn smart to get over in and eye on his airwaves as well. So, um, so there you go. That's those are my two stories about. Craig Maddock, and, and that doesn't begin, you know, with our uh, with our basketball and football coverage through the course of the years, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Craig is so underrated. He can do everything, for crying out loud. He made me watch a soccer match once, for <laughs> God's sake. Uh, he, he does he does volleyball and wrestling and everything else, and, and he does them all well. He's by far the most prepared broadcaster I've ever worked with, which absolutely worked out well because of the fact I am not. And as I've said, we did a we did a interview for uh, South Dakota Public Broadcasting here a couple of years ago, and and Craig is very linear, and that has allowed me to be not linear uh, during our broadcasts and to be the guy who who tells the stories. Although Craig is hilarious and can tell great stories as well. So, so I'm just, I'm so appreciative of that. And, and the real, really one of the things that is so ironic about this whole thing is because of the fact there is no sports, sports talk listenership is actually up, but I understand the economy being what the economy is and that people aren't spending money, but they should be spending money on sports talk radio, quite honestly, because they're getting more bang for their buck than they ever have because of no sports. So, but we're seeing what it's doing to the industry and, and across the board. I just, it really hurts that it hits this close to home 
especially because, and, and John, what, what you have done for us the last seven weeks has just been wonderful running the board when, when we, you know, when you guys have been concerned about our safety and our distancing, it's really meant an awful lot. So I just, I, you can ask me questions if you want, but I'm just going to say thank you to both of you for what you guys have, have done, you know, over the course of times and, and raising up kids and, and lifting up kids and highlighting high school kids. Uh, it, it's just been great what you have done. And you've always done it with a positive spin, and I think that's what's appreciated. Mike, those are very kind words. I really appreciate that. You and I have known each other for a long time. And I'm convinced that you and I will work together again for the state basketball championships. I am, well, good. I am confident that you and I will get that opportunity again. Uh, with South Dakota Public Broadcasting. I am confident you and I will be able to do that uh, again um, next year. Um, Everyone listening is hoping that too, by the way. You guys are quite the team. Very kind words, Mike, but I only have one thing I really want from you. Sure. Can you tell the Deadwood story? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. There is nothing to lose. All right. So, just uh, John, how much time have we got? All the time. Are you? You're asking me how much time anybody has? I'm the one. <laughs> yeah. Good point. I'm the we're, one that, we're good for three minutes yeah. here. Okay. Three. And all right. Four minutes. So, uh, all right. So, uh, we go out to Deadwood. We're doing a, a state tournament in Rapid City, and uh, uh, Rich Rosty comes along with us. And he's going to do the games on the radio for KWSN, and uh, Craig and I are doing public broadcasting. Well, we kind of had a thing where on the night before we would go to Deadwood if we were out west, or we'd find some place, you know, to go and hang out. So we go up to Deadwood, and and it's absolutely quiet. I mean, it's just almost abandoned. And so we we go up and we have have steak and stuff, and and we're going to mosey down and. I had forgotten something in the car, so I said, well, I'll just meet you guys. You're going down. They were going to go to the number 10 saloon. And, and by the way, keep in mind now, it's snowing, so you can see, like, footprints and stuff, and there's hardly any footprints or anything anywhere. So, anyway, I, I get back to the car. I come down, and I see them walking across the street from number 10 to another place because apparently on the, on the uh, door of number 10 – just carved out like on the back of a beer poster in and written in magic marker it says you know ten dollar cover benefit tonight and rosty and maddox say well no we don't want to do that and, you know why Stingy would we do that old we don't, men we, ten exactly. bucks cover for a benefit yeah, we're not yeah, going to do that but, yeah we've been in number 10 it ain't <laughs> worth 10 bucks i am shocked <laughs> Yeah, and and so anyway, so we go across. We you know spend our night. We drive drive back to uh, to Rapid, and it's snowing and stuff. And we get back the next morning. I'm I'm in the lobby of the motel, and I'm looking through the uh, magazine, Black Hills magazine, whatever it was, and I see an ad, and I immediately go upstairs on the elevator. I go and I knock on Rosty's door, and I hold it, the ad in front of him. What was being held that night in Deadwood was a lingerie show called St. Panties Day. 
And that's what we missed out on because those tightwads wouldn't spend 10 bucks for the cover. Because <laughs> it was like March 13th or whatever. And, and so apparently people had gotten there early. That's why there was no tracks, and that's where everybody was. Either that or it was abandoned and we could have had good seats or whatever. But, but yeah, so I'm showing them this ad. So that's why Rich Rosty, to this day, when I interview him, he always ends his interviews with, and remember, Mike, be charitable. <laughs> so there you go. Now you know the rest of that story. Oh, that's fantastic. Mike, always great. And Guys, uh, this may be our last program, but uh, you and I will still get together. And I tell you, we are going to do uh, some more state tournaments. We're going to do All right. It. I'm hey. counting on that. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to hear you both back on the air yeah. again. And, Mike, and thanks again for what you guys have done for us. You bet. Um, you guys do great. I have enjoyed the last seven weeks getting to talk to you every day and listen to your show. Your show, and I would say our show, have done some of their best, most entertaining work, as you've mentioned, as more people are listening to Sports Talk Radio without sports. Because then it gets to be about storytelling, stories, uh, c- compelling topics, great conversations, humanity, human connection. You guys are terrific at that. And, you know, I think we've done okay ourselves. And uh, you've always been one of my favorite broadcasters, period. And always one that I've always looked up to. And I've told this story a thousand times. I used to listen to Sports Talk with Craig and Mike when I was broadcasting in Worthington, Minnesota. After my day was done, I'd be driving around the lake and getting a staticky signal from 1230 a.m., and, uh, Great social life you had there. Oh, was, oh I can't tell you. <laughs> it was the life. Um, but I also did it because I enjoyed it, and I uh, applied to replace Mike when he left. Didn't get it. Two years later, applied again, got it, and it's been even and and one of the best parts about it is just to be able to get to know you personally, Mike. Uh, you're one of the you're, you know uh, one of the best human beings I know, and you helped me a lot in counseling me to take this job back four years ago. And what it means to, there's more to life than our jobs and to our careers and even to the microphone. And uh, you and Craig both are a testament to that. And for somebody who's been very career driven, now with the family, moved back here to be with the family, I can't thank you enough. It's been my pleasure. And people, listen, uh, folks helped me out. Danny Olson helped me out. Norm Hilson helped me out. It's it's our job to uh, to pass that along and Craig has been great about that as well. But if we aren't helping each other, what the hell are we doing? So, uh, you know, guys like Carter Wadeel and, yeah. and the various broadcasters that have come along, uh, it's just been it's been great to, to listen to those. Jimmy Olander. Yeah. Holy crap, Jimmy Olander should have gotten out of this market 10 years ago. He's that good, but he, I'm glad that he sticks around. So I, I appreciate that, John. That's very nice. Thank you. Oh, by the way, what's on your show tomorrow? We should probably know. promo your show tomorrow, South Dakota uh, yeah, Sports well, History at uh, 8 a.m. Uh, yeah. What a promo. It's on, it's on twice this weekend. Yeah, Tom Rudabush is on this weekend. And, and maybe we should say, I should probably plug this, too. Mark and I aren't going anywhere. We're still on it, too. So, you know, I, I hate to, you know, be the buzzard circling around the dead body here, but I think it's important. <laughs> To let people know that, uh, that, you know, for now, we aren't going anywhere. We're very so. happy there's still local sports talk on our airwaves, Mike, and all across the state. So thank you very much. 
Thank you for the time. God bless. Love you both. Love you too. Mike Hendrickson, the great Mike Hendrickson. Craig and John, the great Mick Gary, joins us next on our final show. Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Follow the show. Respond to the show. Vote in our polls and get the latest sports news on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash KWSN sports.